Well, you are pissed. Dude! <laughs> uh, <sighs> Holy... Aaron fucking Rogers! Okay, ninety-three seconds on the clock. How much time ran off between plays? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> they scored the game winner with like thirteen seconds left. I don't want to talk That's about. You, you it. I don't want to do you this. The, you got the ball back. I mean, we have to do it. We we have to be loyal to our fans. We have to do this. I hate this. I I know, man. We should have done it Sunday night when I was full of even more piss and vinegar. That's because, dude, I, I, wanted to, re, I wanted to break re, everything in my living room. Re-harness that. Oh, I'll harness it, all just, right. Just, all right, well, do you want... Okay, what, what's one other Aaron thing? Aaron like, bleeping Rodgers. <laughs> Damn it. How do you give that guy the ball with time on the clock? Um, dude, oh, all right. God damn it. Dude, nine months prior in the playoffs, we did the exact same thing. We gave him back the ball with 33 seconds left, and he did Aaron Rodgers-like things and just threw rocket lasers down the sideline to Jared Cook to get him in range for the game-winning field goal. We know this going into the game. So somehow we give him triple the amount of time to basically bend bend us over and spank us again. Aaron Rodgers is my daddy. I have to admit it. Like the guy owns us. And I as much as it pains me, I love how someone went onto Wikipedia and they changed the um the Dallas Cowboys uh page. Basically put that their owner is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Like I, I kudos to that guy. That's that's pretty good. But I dude Oh, it's so frustrating. Alright. This may not be a popular opinion, and I've listened to a bunch of the talking heads and pro analysts talk about this, but if I'm the Cowboys, knowing what I know you about Aaron Rodgers, oh, God, I'll kill you. <laughs> Kellen Moore, noodle arm. Yeah, that was actually a suggestion by some moron on Twitter. Oh, man, they sh- Dak Prescott's garbage. They should play Kellen Moore. He has a Which much better grasp on the that. offense. I don't understand that because it was not Dak Prescott's fault by any no, means. No, Dak like, Prescott why, has been amazing. Why would that have, why would that have even Dak you know, Prescott's been a mind? top five quarterback. He led us on the game-winning drive. Yeah. What we thought was the game-winning I, drive. I, I don't understand. I mean, 
That's that's not. I mean, if it's unlike for me where I'm saying, you know, can we please start Peterman? Because I'm just done with Tyrod. You know, <laughs> Peterman. But, Peterman, Peterman, we haven't even won a game. Oh. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's different with Dak. Dak is is an elite quarterback. He's already proved himself. You know, I mean, yeah. why why would you go on social media? He's to... good. I wouldn't I wouldn't call him elite yet. I'd call him you know like a good B plus A minus quarterback. You, you look at the, it's... it's his second year. I mean, the guy's gonna be phenomenal. He's a franchise quarterback. Yes, absolutely. But he's a you... fifteen year starter. Yeah, but if you look, I mean, he's better than some of the guys that have been in there longer than him. Yeah, right but none now. of none of this is on Dak. I'm not saying it is. Yeah, no. All I'm not of, saying it is. I, what I'm saying is I don't understand why someone would go there. Why I, would they say, like, oh, you oh, know. Oh, because they're a troll. Deck, they're right? an online troll. They're an idiot. They know nothing about football. The guy had 16 followers and is probably in high school. Oh. So, screw him. All He's right. still living in his mom's basement. <sighs> Meanwhile, as we record this in my basement, <laughs> this is a right. nice basement. This is a finished basement. This is a man cave. Your mom's not upstairs. But so back to okay. the boys. I 100% put the blame on Coach Ginger. Freaking Jason Garrett. Seriously. what? the assistant coach, Marianne. What does Jason Garrett do for the Cowboys? He doesn't call plays. That's up to Scott Linehan. He doesn't coach the defense. That's up to Rod Marinelli. Look at me. You know what Jason Garrett does? That's true. This is what he does. On the sidelines. He's a a cheerleader. He claps. He is. He does. Um, He's useless. No discipline on the team. Lack of leadership. I mean, you you know what Rodgers can do. He's done it to you in the past. Mm-hmm. So why didn't he... Not Okay, first off, too, I know he doesn't call the plays, but have some say in throwing a fade pattern to Dez on second and one, which yeah, makes zero sense. That. Yeah. When Dez can't create separation, no. where his best days are behind him, where that's a 50-50 ball at best. Yeah. You, you want to hear a crazy stat? You know who's third in the NFL in pass deflections? I mean, you should, you should be able to guess this after I gave you a big hint. We were just talking about him. Third in the NFL in pass deflections is Des Bryant. <laughs> that's a true stat. And you know why that's wow. scary? Because what position does Des Bryant play? Uh, wide receiver. And you know who usually gets pass deflections? Defenseman. Yeah. That just goes back to the fact that he can't create separation, that basically balls get thrown his way and he's got a become a de facto defender and make sure it doesn't get intercepted. So why throw that fade route? Why stop the clock? But, okay, Made you know no what? Sense. All right, uh, I'm going to do something that I haven't done uh, in, a, in a little while is play devil's advocate. Go ahead. Because um, I will shred you, but no, go no, ahead. No, 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 I mean, I, I think it's a fair question at least. All right. Is, all right, so getting back to, and again, I don't think, you know, Kellen Moore is the answer by any means, but oh boy. when Dak gets the calls to say, you know, hey, it's second and one, throw a fade route to Dez, yeah. why isn't he up at the line going, all right, uh, yeah, f- you know, screw these uh, play calls, we're going to give it to Zeke and run it. Like, why is he, I mean, at the end. Why at, did he at, audible at the, out? Yeah. He, he may not end, have that power the, yet in the at, offense. The, you take that power. You, you freaking, you take know. that power. I okay. don't 100 percent disagree. Because what's going to happen is, you know, if 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 he gets that second and one, if he gets that first down on a run play to Zeke, and they burn more clock, they still get the winning drive, this you know winning scoring drive. It's first down. They get another you know three three four downs. Yeah, to Green go. Bay burns their one Green remaining Bay timeout. Burns, exactly. You know, so maybe and and not 100 percent, but yeah. maybe that little internet troll. Had something there. Nah, screw him. 
I'm just saying. I mean, no, I get where you're you know, going. Is is at I, the at the end of the at the end of at the end of it all, the coaches can only do so much. They're not the ones up at the line snapping the ball, and Dak could easily just say, "This doesn't make any sense, guys." And we got burned last year giving the ball back to Rodgers. Let's make sure it doesn't happen again. I can forgive Dak audible. though because he's let's in do the, an ISO up the middle. He's in the heat of the Zeke, moment, and boom, he's in the heat of the moment. He's a second year player. I mean, yeah. if this was Peyton Manning, if this was Eli, if this was yeah, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, if he wants to be at that level, he's got to take those risks. He's got to he's got to take the game into his own hands. Yeah, but you're talking about veterans. I mean, he's still a young player. Doesn't matter. Give Doesn't it time. Matter. Doesn't matter. No, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, do it as early as possible. Show your balls, man. You can play devil's advocate, but I, in no way do I put any of that on Dak. I'm not put, putting. I'm not. But but the the thing is, I'm not putting on. I mean, Dak put up a phenomenal game. He did nothing. Oh, he was great. He did everything in his power to win. I exactly. thought he did not if you, do anything if you, wrong. If you take All out, I'm saying is, if, if you take out the game winning drive, Dak played better than yeah. Rodgers. Oh, absolutely, he did. But when it matters the most, Rodgers burned him. Right. But all I'm saying is, you know, I, I'm not trying to. But if if there was one thing that I could be like, you know what? If if I have a gun to my head and I have to pick one thing that you know I would say that Dak should have done, but is is that? That's all I'm saying. You know, the fact that he didn't, I'm not taking anything. I'm not. I, I'm not I just don't think it's his place yet. I'm not. Well, but like I said, sometimes you know, sometimes you got to take it. You can't just be given that place. You got to take that place. And how much respect do you think he would have earned changing that call? I mean, like you said. Say it goes wrong. Well, that's the risk you take. I mean, yeah. just like any great leader of a country that was... Say he know, goes to hand off to Zeke and they... And Zeke gets stuffed. No, or they... I, I'm i okay if he gets stuffed because the clock's still running at that point. Well, yeah, but say he goes to hand off to Zeke to and... and five, I mean... Say he goes to hand off to Zeke and they fumble it. Well, well, that, that would be on Zeke, I think. And then knowing I mean, Garrett because... You know, as well, the lack of leadership of, he shows. Hang on, the lack of leadership he shows. He'd probably call out Dak and be like, "That's not the play we call." He changed in the huddle. He would throw him under the bus, and then you have all the media just scrutinizing Dak for that. Uh, let's. I. That's my my fair, opinion you know, on this just, play, and I, mean, I know it's not popular, but you know what Aaron Rodgers is. You know what he can do. Yeah. He's done it to us in the past. Yeah. If I was the Cowboys, and I know. Dak can't do this in the heat of the moment. It's up to the coaches to inform him of this. Like, hey, if you get loose on that read option, drop on the one-yard line. Take a knee. Go down. Right. Like, I, I get everybody saying, oh, you know, if you have the chance to score and take the lead and, and get the touchdown, you do it and you rely on your defense. We know Rodgers has shredded our defense. Our secondary has been terrible. We know Rodgers can lead a game-winning drive with pretty much, you know, minimal time remaining. Do not... In any circumstance, give that ball back to Aaron Rodgers. I I would have been much better off and happier if Dak dove at the one yard line and went down. They ran four plays because it would have been a first down. They run four plays from first and goal from the one and don't make it. They could have ran the ball up the middle four times in a row and got stuffed every time. Mm -hmm. And I would have felt much better about that loss than handing the ball back to Aaron Rodgers with a minute 33 left and a timeout. That's an eternity for Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, and not to mention, uh, did they get the touchback or did they have it more than just the seventy? Oh, yards? on the kickoff. Yeah. Um, I want to say it was a touchback, but I honestly, so with everything else going on in that game, I can't remember. So for you're sure. talking a minute thirty with a timeout and only seventy yards to go. Yeah. Yeah. It, not... I mean, like I said, we we saw Rodgers doing the playoffs with no timeouts at thirty three seconds. Yeah. And we had, a, at the time, a somewhat better secondary. They were average, but this one is putrid. 
Well, just take comfort in the fact that Clay Matthews uh, flew his drone into Aaron Rodgers' windshield. <laughs> if, if, you, if you want to feel better about something, just... Oh, God! Yeah, you can think about that. I'm so glad it's the bye week. I can watch football and not have to stress out. <laughs> God, the Cowboys are 2-3. and three. Packers are 4-1 and one and looking like the class of the NFC, at least competing with Carolina and Philly now. Yeah, and, and against Philly or Carolina, I mean, I think Green Bay... Kind of has their number. I disagree with you on that fact. I think on which one? On which one? I because... think the biggest obstacle for the Packers, if it comes down to in the playoffs, is the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz is playing phenomenal. They have a good pass rush, a good secondary. I w- you know, and they the yeah. Cowboys showed the formula to beat the Packers. Do the they, formula do they play is each other? the Eagles and the Packers. Yeah, this year I don't believe so. All right, well, you're going off on whatever you're going to go off on. I'm going to look that, at that because yes. that is definitely going to be a game of the week if that ever happens. Yes, but the formula to beat the Green Bay Packers and the Cowboys executed it almost to perfection for 90% of the game. Clock you, management. Exactly. You own the time of possession. You keep Aaron Rodgers on the sideline. I mean, the Packers only got, have, what, maybe six possessions in that game? Like, that's not the norm for Rodgers. Rodgers cannot score and beat you if he's standing on the sideline. And the Philadelphia Eagles are number one in the NFL in time of possession. They can run the ball. They can possess it. They can keep Rodgers off the field. Good defense. Good pass rush. Good quarterback. I think the Eagles had the best shot to beat the beat the Packers. I think that'll be a phenomenal matchup if we get in the playoffs. As much as it pains me to say, as much as I hate the Eagles, I think... Unfortunately, they do not play each other this year. Ah, I was right for once. Because usually I'm yeah. dead wrong. But uh, yeah, that's. But even uh, the rest of the even the rest of the Packers' schedule. I mean, look, they're at Minnesota next week. Tough game, divisional game. Um, yeah, but I mean, Minnesota's offense—they don't have enough to to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. That's all I'm saying. I don't think yeah, have enough to that keep defense him off will give them trouble. Though. Then they're at home against New Orleans. Uh, mm. I'm gonna, I'm just going to do the next four weeks. Yeah. Uh, then. Well, actually, then they're on a bye, week eight. Week nine, they are home against Detroit. And week ten, they're at Chicago. So, I mean, a lot of divisional games coming up. They're going to be... Teams in which they own, too. Yeah. And and they're going to be... I mean, even though they own them, I mean, just the fact that they're divisional games, they're going to be pulling out all the stops. I mean, they're they're not going to be... You know, it's like, hey, if we, it's not going to be like one of those games where it's like, eh, if we take a loss, it'll be fine. You know, we'll, we'll get through it. No, they're going to be playing their, their hardest, uh, you know, in these divisional games. And they've got, I think I rattled off three out of those four. Yeah. You know, what's scary too, is that usually the Packers struggle to begin the year. They're four and one. They usually play their best football toward the end. Yeah. So they're off to a great start. I mean, we could be looking at a 14 and two type of season. I mean, I just looking through the schedule, I saw. I mean, later you know what helps the them too is they got a running game going now. They do. With, they do uh, with, with with Jones. Uh, with Jones, and when Tymon comes back, Jamal Williams is just a dumpster fire See, at this point. Ty Montgomery is a, a, a cute little change of pace, but I don't think he can be your number one guy. I think Jones can. Though. I think Jones. The fact yeah, that Montgomery was a wide receiver converted into a running back that know, says it all, right, all right there. Can I just can I just put you on pause for one second? Yeah. Uh, when you went to say Montgomery, you kind of threw in a Jim Ross. My God. My God. Montgomery. My God. Montgomery. But no, I I mean I think I think that they could get something speak- going like uh, Atlanta has with Freeman and Coleman. 
where yeah, you know you could you know keep keep time out for those checkdowns. You know, you run two running back uh, play sets, and it yeah. could either be a handoff to Jones or a check down to Montgomery. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not out of the wrong possibility. Yeah, and I think if they if they take a page out of Atlanta's playbook with their uses of Freeman and Coleman in that same scenario, I mean, Freeman and Coleman, I think right now are both averaging like a a touchdown a game, if not like just under a touchdown a game. Yeah, you know, but they're utilized completely differently. Yeah. You know, Freeman is that powerhouse workhorse, you know, up the middle kind of guy, and he'll push the line. And Coleman is that, oh, I'm going to dump it off to somebody. Yeah. And then he'll run for 15, 20 yards and maybe even a touch. You know so, what? Speaking of uh, a by God moment, I got to give some credit to uh, Devontae Adams. I mean, 10 days ago, he took that vicious helmet to helmet hit in the Bears game. You know, got stretchered out. We were worrying oh, for yeah. this guy's health. And yeah. Fast forward uh, this past Sunday, and he's catching the game winner from Aaron Rodgers. Game winner. Uh, and I like how on the first try it didn't work. And Rodgers, I guess the plan was to, they, you know, he had trips right. Yeah. Three wide receivers on the right. He had Devontae Adams one-on-one on the left against um, uh, Jordan Lewis for the Cowboys. And the next play, Rodgers planned on going to the right side. And Adams came over and basically said to him, like, hey, let's run it again one more time. Give it, give it to me. Give it to me. Yeah, Rodgers yeah. throws the beautiful perfect back shoulder pass and the rest is history yeah so i mean Adam's, that man was broken in half he was and he much much like mankind got off the stretcher got back up and climbed back up that cell he had he had a total of two touches that game and i think uh probably in the 60 realm yards i want to say maybe 67 yards doesn't matter like fantasy boy he won the he got caught the game winner I'm not even looking at fantasy. At fantasy, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, that's that's a hell of a game coming <sighs> yeah. back from a hit that he just took from. By the way, it was Danny Trevathian. We couldn't figure out his name last week. I made sure to remember it for this podcast. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter because he's sitting. What two weeks? Or no, it got no, reduced, it got to, reduced one. to only one. What a joke. Hey, you uh, said speaking it, of you the... said it yourself that they should be out for the duration that the guy's out. Technically, Devontae was only yeah. out for half a game. So. Yeah, it looked worse than it actually was. You know, Speaking of the Bears, uh, what did you think of Trubisky on Monday night? I liked what I saw. Um, yeah, I the kid can move. I th- the kid can move. He can throw. I think they got to get him some better weapons at receiver. But uh, yeah. I think if they are able to do that and just kind of sharpen up that O-line just a smidgen, I, I think they really got something in this kid. I, I don't think that they have to you know, worry about giving uh, Glennon any more consideration because no. it's still just... absurd they sign him for 15 million and then i then they draft a quarterback i mean could have put that money towards some pieces maybe but yeah like receiver i gotta be yeah. honest too i only saw highlights because uh i was at a hotel in albany for work i yeah. turned on the game after the gym after i showered up and i was like all right you know i'm excited to watch trubisky play i'm gonna watch some of this monday night game you know i'll risk sleep at the expense of it I turn on the game and it's three to two, and I'm like, ah, click. I'm done with this. It got better at the end. Yeah, I, I that's what I heard. Out. But it, it, it did. Get when a lot when you see, end, you know, no, I, I, in the second quarter, it's three to two. Like, yeah, I'm no, done, I, man. I hear you. I, I, I even, value sleep. I think over. I even texted you. I'm like, this game sucks, and you didn't respond. I'm like, I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know what? I actually did. I, I popped a melatonin to help me sleep, and then I uh, played the uh, fun game of uh, how how quickly can you touch yourself before the melatonin knocks you out. I do that just with Tylenol. Yeah, Tylenol or, PM. Yeah. It's a great game because no matter what, you win. You win. Yeah, right. there are no losers. Shout out to Seth Rogen on that one. Yeah, so uh, speaking of losers, uh, let's move on to a team that I just recently bought into last week, and that's your Buffalo Bills. Dude, what happened? 
I jumped up. I jumped on on the wagon. I figured it would circle, and well, that's, apparently lost a wheel. Well, that's what happened. We, you know, you added too much weight to that wagon. The wheel mm. fell off. You know. How dare you, sir? I cut twenty pounds in the last month on my juice fast. I, know, I am slim I know. and trim. But it doesn't matter. It's still one more, you know, body weight on the wagon. No, I just you guys, you know, it's classic was, Buffalo Bills. This is why we can't have nice things. What did I call them last week? What did I call them last week? You have to remind me. I called them whores because that's what they are. <laughs> They're just a bunch of whores. They lead you in, you give them your money, and then they. Bleep you. Yeah, I don't think they're they whores. Ho- I think they they're more. They're more like a heroin dealer. They get you hooked. That first high is amazing, and yeah. then every time after, you're chasing that high. You can never get that same high you got the first time. Look, what's what's uh, what does society view as as a better person, a whore or a drug dealer? Oh, it's a toss up. So there you go. They're I like mean, a whorish know, drug dealer. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They sell you drugs. They bang you. They sell you drugs. They, just, they sell you, you know, their body. Exactly. Absolutely. And they get you the hiv. And uh, speaking of, of bodies, we've got one more added to uh, the injured list there uh, in Chucky Clay. Yeah, that's Big rough. Chucky Clay. He's Tyrod's for, favorite um, target. Favorite target. Tyrod, uh, you know, he can't throw to anyone else to save his life. He can't link up um, with Zay Jones. What were you telling me? 16 targets and five catches? Uh, worse than that. Um, 25 targets. I'm sorry. 24 targets, five catches. And I think 66 total yards. From the rookie who's supposed to be your number one yes. wide out. Yes. And Matthews is hurt. Awful. Awful. Matthews uh, stuck his thumb too far up his butthole and it broke. Jesus. Um, so he's in the hospital right now for, one out. you know, just thumb surgery, rectal removal. God. Wow. Um, All right. You know, it's just. Uh, I, I, We're going to have you do the injury report every week. I, God, I, can keep going. I, I can keep going uh you know I, I can start with the giants next i mean apparently uh i mean know, we'll, we'll, Odell, we'll, we'll get in depth on them but do you right, have anything right, else on your bills i'll save i will say this peterman um, no i'm not even gonna go peterman just yet all right. all right those of you that know me i'm i'm very high on peterman i have been so is the rest of bills time. mafia you guys love your backup quarterbacks we do alex we do. van pelt Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie. I love Although Flutie. I love Flutie. I love Flutie. If you don't love Flutie, then get the hell out. You're not American, sir. I still watch his Hail Mary from Boston College every now and then. Look oh, that's, that's, that's phenomenal. It's beautiful. As an aside, I love that Dr. Pepper commercial with Doug Flutie. Oh, it's, it's tremendous. That's amazing. It is absolutely tremendous. I, I, yeah, I got, I, what is it? I got a youth medium. Yeah, yeah I'll take it. <laughs> amazing. Dougie looks so tan, too. Wait, he's but, oiled up and tan. That's what happens when he's, you're living in San Diego. He's loving life. Uh, I love that guy. Uh, way better than those freaking... I can't stand those Odell Beckham uh, Verizon commercials. And then the... Uh, um, Odell's gonna have plenty of time making commercials. Uh, Dak... Or not Dak. Um, Des Bryant and um, the guy from the Redskins, uh, Jordan... What's uh, the oh, cor- uh, quarterback? The corner. Uh, he's also injured. Bo- I, everyone's injured. I mean, yeah, really the one they got from Carolina. Yeah, I can't. Um, I, yeah. I can't stand those uh, commercials though. Uh, but uh, yeah, Doug Flutie's outstanding. If I was, if I was a member of the Bills defense, though, I would be so pissed off. I, oh yeah, you get three turnovers, uh, three crucial turnovers between. You know, uh, close to the end of the third quarter, and then two in the fourth, and your offense goes four and out. On, if not four and out, 
they get maybe one first down. Yeah, and, we've and, heard and, about and in the past punt. where it's like, come on. You know, there can be a locker room split between offense and defense when one side feels like they're carrying the other. Yeah, and uh, dude, it's tough, man. Like you're, they're, you're, the defense is playing out of their minds. I'm pretty yeah. sure the Bills are either number one or number two in We're points allowed defense We're in the NFL. There. Yeah. But you can only sustain it for so long. If you get right. no support from the offense and you're on the field so much, they're going to wear out toward the end of the year. I mean, when they're on the when field. They, when they have all those divisional games against the Pats and the Dolphins, oh when they God. mean the most. And they're just, and you know what? That should it's be gonna, when they're excelling it's in the cold. It's going to get to the point. They're just going to burn out and say, you know what? Screw it. We're not. I mean, yeah. why, am I, why am I doing this? I mean, yeah, the We're Bills gonna have to get their out. offense going. Tyrod's oh. not doing much. I mean, when you can't they throw for more moves. than 200 yards a game in the modern-day NFL, yeah. something is wrong. That's insane. And Shady I mean, gotta, hasn't done his usual, you know, phenomenal running. So I'm wondering if him getting up there in age is maybe he's hitting that 30-year-old cliff. Maybe. Maybe. And, and uh, $2.5 million for an incentive, I guess, wasn't incentive enough, you know? Because, uh, honestly, I think he's doing worse than he did last year. Yeah, um, you know, and and Mike Tolbert, I I think I saw him eating cheeseburgers with uh, Eddie Lacy last week. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't, you know. Oh God, I kill for a cheeseburger right now. That's who we have to rely on when when Shady gets tired or when he gets injured and everything like that. So we gotta make some moves. I mean, if they, you know, if if uh, this is what I don't understand is because it's like you know we're making moves where it looks like. All right, maybe yeah, we're just gonna tank this year and get those high draft picks uh, for next year. Okay, fine, I can I can deal with that. Yeah, your defense. But then wait, no, sir, we start that. we start playing well because of our you know our defense is outstanding. So okay, now we're playing well. But you cannot lose to the Cincinnati but Bengals. The, I, if you want to be a playoff team, you cannot lose to the Bengals. No, because that's a that's an a, that's a that's a conference team that that's comes a, down to a tiebreaker right yeah. there. You know. Maybe not necessarily with Cincinnati, but that hurts your conference record. Sure. It's it's all well and good when you beat NFC teams, but you have to beat teams within you your conference. Exactly. That's what killed the Bills last year when they were hunting yeah. for a playoff spot. Their yeah. their conference record was terrible. We it was the worst to, out of all playoff qualifiers. I think I think we um like Seriously, Tyrod, twenty of thirty seven for hundred and sixty six. That's insane. That's atrocious. That's uh all right, I'm done. I'm done on the Bills. Uh, I get, I get. It. We both get a week off. This is kind of nice. Both of our teams, like, yeah, we get to watch Red Zone and next, just enjoy next ourselves. Week, next week's podcast is not going to be uh, quite oh, be fun stressful. Film. Yeah, we should just get Wegman's meatball subs and just go into food comas on Sunday watching Red Zone. We should. You can wear your uh, Bills uh, Zubas. No, 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 no. Bye weeks. I, I go neutral colors on bye weeks. That's why I'm actually I'm wearing I'm just wearing Syracuse right now. I mean I got the, I got the Bills hat on, but quick aside too, the Cuse has a huge game Friday night on ESPN. They're hosting number two Clemson, and I will be at the dome. Okay, for that. Can That's I just be can I stop you right there? Yeah, go ahead. Say that say that college again. Uh, Syracuse. No, no, no. The other one. Clemson. 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 Clemson or Clemson. Because there's no there's no P. What are you doing? I don't know. What Some stupid video start playing. Why? Goddamn NFL. What the hell? I'm sorry. Ugh. All right, because I was very professional I was, here under the hoodies. I was I was listening to uh, uh, Sirius XM uh, this morning, uh, fantasy talk, whatever. But they they mentioned uh, Clemson, or no? I'm sorry. It was it was a local channel. Clemson. That's that, and that's the thing. They went back and went, like somebody called in and it was like, "Can you please, for the love of God, stop saying Clemson? It's Clemson." And they're I, like, "There's no P." Yeah, I think there's it just, no P in it. Depends on where you're from. 
Well, but you're, I mean, I, I don't know. I, who cares? The freaking Tigers from South Carolina. I just wanted They're to. They're favored by 28. Note. They're going to destroy my note, orange I just at home. wanted to, to, you know, just check in on that. It's going to be so bad. Anyway. I guess they got their backup quarterback going, but when you play for Clemson, your backup quarterback is basically a starter on every other squad, so. Well, maybe he'll whip yeah, them in the shape. They're going to light up the scoreboard in the dome. And I'm, I'm yeah, hoping I Friday night it's not like 80 degrees like the last few games I've been to. Because that dome is like a greenhouse. So yeah. if it's 70 to 80 outside, yeah. it's 85 to 90 in the dome. And then surprised. you go into the godforsaken men's room, which still oh. has the archaic Petros. Like I'm a goddamn farm animal. And if you're at the wrong end of it, it all slants downhill. <laughs> so you got all... and do, Listen, Syracuse fans, Syracuse natives... I'm not trying to preach about health and wellness, but y'all need to start drinking some more water, all right? Maybe a look. There's one drinking fountain in the dome, which I found, which I refilled my water bottle with because yeah. here's a fun fact. You're allowed to bring in a water bottle as long as it's not open to the dome. So I always refill at that fountain because oh, right. your boy's cheap. I'm not paying 4 to $5 for a bottle of water. Oh, I don't blame you. But people, drink some goddamn water. No, that, I've that, never seen that brown piss. Like, so, it's like sludge. It's... It, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It looks it's like just, sludge. It's just coffee. I worry about people's and... kidneys in this town. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. I'm honestly surprised you didn't see a stone float by. <laughs> oh god, just a bloody stone. Oh god. I'm yeah, I'm shocked. But, but uh, anyway, let's yeah. get back to some football. Well, we're let's... done with the Bills. Uh Zay we were Jones talking needs Clemson. To go. Zay Jones needs to go. We were let's talking talk Clemson, there. so let's talk about uh Deshaun Watson. Oh my god. God. And how phenomenal this kid looks. Plays eight. two top-ranked defenses, and he scored four to five touchdowns each week. Eight passing touchdowns in the last two games against Kansas City and... Uh, Was it Houston they... the game before? Yeah. 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 Um... Kid is the real deal, I, man. I gotta... My head's off to him. I mean, good job. And, yeah. And Will Fuller. Will Fuller. Coming back from injury, never barely played. Those with this two kid. are synced up, man. They, they got are a synced. I mean, and he's starting to get one with Hopkins now too. Yeah. All of a sudden, that offense looks that scary. Offense, it does. I mean, and once they, that defense starts teeing off, like we yeah, know it can. But you know what? Uh, let's let's jump into injury number. I forget what number we're on. Two or three. I know where you're going with that. I don't think. I mean, they missed them most of last year. They'll just keep chugging along. Well, I don't think JJ Watt emotionally may be a big loss, but I think physically, like they're not used Their to having him on the field. Crumbled the rest of that first half after he went out. Oh yeah, it's, that's a huge emotional letdown. But once they get over that part of it, I think yeah. they'll be all right. Yeah. I I love that kid though. Watson is just oh he's incredible, absolutely incredible. Um, you know, by Tom Savage, uh, they might keep you just to sit on the bench, but you're not gonna last. Have yeah. fun on free agency next year. Yeah, no, it's crazy too because he started the year as the starter. Yeah, Watson just completely usurped him, usurped him, upsurped him, usurped him. Yeah, that's what happens when uh, Tony tries to use big words. <laughs> but yeah, Watson. I mean, yeah, sixteen to thirty-one doesn't look great, but two sixty-one and five touchdowns. I mean, we're talking about a Houston Texans team that has always struggled to score. Yeah, and you know they're putting up thirty-four against the Kansas City Chiefs. Who, by and away, look like the best team in the NFL right now at 5-0. I, I think what he needs to do um, is start creating chemistry in practice with his tight ends. 
um, and like his you know his slot receivers because he's got the connection with Hopkins and Fuller right now. But that's two guys. That's pretty easy for a, a, a good defense to isolate and shut I'm, down. I'm not worried about that kid at all. I mean, think about it. He no, went, I'm not worried about he it. Went he went through I'm the entire first season I mean, not thinking he was going to be the starter. And now here is a rookie. He, I'm just saying to develop, to develop, oh, yeah. start linking up with your tight ends and your slot receiver because they are going to start putting more focus on Hopkins and Fuller now after the production that the two. Yeah, of but them how many NFL with. teams have a defense that can focus on two big, big time wide receivers? Kansas City is one of the few. Denver, uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville is good. Jacksonville's emerging, which is crazy because it's all powered by the defense of the running game. Yeah, they have no passing game whatsoever. No. Like Bortles doesn't have to Bortles, I think, threw nine passes. I don't think he threw a pass in the second half of that game. Well, that's what happens when you get two consecutive pick sixes from your defense. Yeah, and how bad did that game look for Pittsburgh? Uh, it looked very bad, especially at, at home. home. Yikes. I mean, I I had my money on Pittsburgh for yeah, that long. Yeah, 30-9. to nine. I mean, that's, Roethlisberger that's threw five brutal. interceptions. And what was yeah. even more telling after the game when he did that interview and basically said, like, I don't think I have it anymore. Like he may have said that out of frustration, I think he but said I think it out part of, frust- of it he believes. I think he said it out of frustration and also uh, to get the media off his back because I think he thought, you know what, the media. Well, they're gonna- even more on his back now. <laughs> well, I'll I think, but, but the media's. Like, I think he just gave him some. He gave him some frenzy food. That's all. He yeah, just, you he know, gave he's like, listen, you're gonna to chomp on. You're gonna say this anyway, so I'll, you know what? Let me be the one that says it, and then I'll come back out next week, and I'll just, you know, I think, I think, who do they play next week? Oh, Pittsburgh? Yeah. Who do they play next week? Oh, God, I don't know. Got, well, real, uh, while you're looking for it, it it worries me because Roethlisberger, there was talk of him maybe retiring last season before ooh, this uh, year. E, they're on the road at Kansas City. Okay, maybe he is done. Because <laughs> Big Ben cannot perform on the road even when he is having coming off a yeah, game. Yeah, five picks against Jacksonville? Yeah. Could be a repeat performance against the um, Kansas City Chefs. That's, that's going to be brutal. Yeah. So, but then again, it's the NFL, and we can never predict. So watch Pittsburgh bounce back and BKC. Especially this in their house. Yeah, watch Brown and Bell just go off with Roethlisberger. Probably. Yeah. But I mean, Roethlisberger just doesn't seem like he can throw the ball deep downfield anymore. And I part of me feels like he's older, he's a veteran. You have all these young hotheads in the locker room, like Bell was trying to hold out for a bigger deal, which I don't – I'll never hold it against a player. Get your money while you can. But Bell was looking to hold out. Brown, just, you know – Roethlisberger basically got in his case for throwing the water cooler last year, and then we had him doing the Facebook Live in the locker room in the playoff game last year. Yeah, I feel like Roethlisberger's just like, listen, I, you know, I've been in this league for 14 years. Yeah. I've been beat up. I'm hurt. I'm over it, man. I got my two rings. I've got. I made my money. Like, I feel like he's I don't just. Blame him. I feel like he's almost checked out in a way. I don't blame him. Who's their and, ba- Who's their backup though? Who do they have to rely on if Big Ben decides to hang up the pads? Uh, I believe it's number seven. You're screwed. So yeah. <laughs> you asked me about this like two weeks ago, man. I don't keep track of every backup quarterback in the league because there's a reason they're a backup. They don't like. They don't mean anything. We have 32 NFL teams, well, and, I just and maybe maybe, if you knew off maybe the top 20 of to 25 right? of them have great, you know, good to great starters. So I'm not even gonna keep track of the backups. Listen, you're talking to a Bills fan, okay? We live on our backups. You We're guys just, love you know, your backups! You No, that's that's just it. Start Alex Van Pelt. That's hey, the ticket. He still has it. He yeah, still I'm has sure. it. Alright, let's... Uh, you know, what's developing though, is we're seeing almost a shift in the league with quarterback play. We got the young upstarts starting to perform. Yep. You know, Wentz, Goff, Prescott. 
and you've got Watson. the old Clint Eastwood types kind of riding off in the sunset. Philip Rivers, Eli Manning, yep. Carson Palmer, Ben Roethlisberger. Yep. Brady. He's, Brady's still got it, but I mean, he's still he's got it, but he's yeah, he's he's getting. And he, up apparently, there. he's hurt now with an AC joint sprain and his non-throwing shoulder. I mean, he's had it before, but the guy is forty. He's been sacked sixteen times. He also which played, is all of last year. He also played with uh, three concussions last year. So I mean, there's a lot that he keeps. You know, you know what, Giselle, just himself. go in, go in the kitchen and make. Uh, I was gonna say make a sandwich, but that would be sexist. <laughs> and plus, Brady prefers a kale smoothie or something like that of the okay. sort. So, but yeah, I. All of a sudden, like, we thought, okay, San Fran will be in the hunt for a quarterback. The Cleveland Browns will be in the hunt for a quarterback. Now you got the Giants, Pittsburgh, San Diego, Arizona. Yeah. yeah. That's six teams right off the top of my head all in the hunt for a quarterback. And if Sam Darnold isn't coming out this year, if he's staying in college, you know, that – Rosenstock just went up. Yeah, Rosenstock went up. Uh, Josh Allen out of Wyoming. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple other kids. Um, the, I'm trying to think of the quarterback for Oklahoma. He's got the talent. Oh, but he's yeah. a he- bit of a head case. I don't trust his his leadership or his maturity. Oh, he's the same guy who got busted by the cops and couldn't outrun a fat white cop. Oh, okay. He got tackled when oh, he was drunk. He'll fit right in, in uh, at the Giants. Yeah. He'll fit right in. <laughs> Put him with pair him with Odell. They're both head cases. Oh god. Can we please rip on the Giants now? Uh, I just I'll I let really you rip on the Giants because I took shots at them last week. I don't want to seem like some cowboy um, hater where I just rip on the on the G men. Well, the the good news is is that they they did just sign a new player after all of um you know these injuries uh, at wide receiver. Um, apparently uh, his last name is uh, Fife. Uh, first name Owen. Oh, jeez. Owen Fife. Waka uh, Waka. Yes. So. Um, How long have you been sitting on that joke? Actually, just about 30 seconds. It just kind of hey, came to me. Hey, I'm going to pull a Jason Garrett and applaud <laughs> you for that, sir. Because that's all I'm good at as Coach Ginger. Um, well played. Yikes, though. I mean, do we just... I, I, you know what? It's a rough year, but I've said it before. Either be a playoff team in the NFL or be terrible. This may be the best scenario for the Giants. They're going to improve their draft stock. They're going to be a top yeah. five team, maybe top two, if they could beat out Cleveland and San Fran. Yeah, I mean, and then worst case too, they have um, oh god, that Web kid that they drafted as a backup. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -mm. I'll I'll look it up in a sec. But uh, let me ask you this though: Uh, Do you see McAdoo lasting the season? Should he? No. Well, I I think he'll last the season. Lasting the season? I think it lasts a season, but I think for sure he's they're cleaning house in the off season. They need to fire him. They need to fire the GM. They need to start fresh. Yeah, so just hold out until the very end. Yeah, I mean, unless I guess you could promote a coordinator, but yeah, the, that's what the Bills do. It never works anyway. I mean, yeah, I mean, why why waste the time if, with an interim? If he's this bad, I would ride yeah. it out. Go one fifteen, maybe even zero and sixteen, and get that number one pick. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll. Uh... Maybe we'll uh, see. Davis Webb. There he Davis is. Davis Webb. That's the backup. Who, uh, what position is he? He's the quarterback that they drafted. Oh. He's sorry. like a third or fourth rounder, I believe. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm not very high on backup quarterbacks. <laughs> oh, Waka. I, um, I, I Googled it, so. Yeah. <laughs> After you were giving me crap about it. Yeah. But um, I've got to ask this, too, because all of Eli's weapons are gone. Eli hasn't been all that effective. 
they got Denver on Sunday Night Football this week. So, I mean, you know, realistically, we're looking at 0-6. At what point do you think they throw in Webb and plan for the future? I mean, Eli signed for one more year, but you got to start looking, you know, yeah. for his successor. Oh. And he's behind a terrible offensive line, and Eli's a statue back there. I mean, it, it definitely puts them at a bigger risk because the O-line is, is terrible. Yeah. Um. Lack of a running game. Lack, lack of, of running game. weapons now. I mean, I guess I I was I was totally wrong on Gallman last week. I was I was really high on that kid. Um, uh, yeah. You know, I, I thought that he was going to blow up. I mean, Orleans Darkwa blew up for a nice. Uh, was it like a forty-six yard touchdown or maybe a twenty-six yarder? I can't remember. But um, that was that was it from him, and yeah. he's still nursing a, a knee injury, I think. So it looks bleak for the New York Football it's, Giants. It's. Uh, those boys are very blue. It's yeah. gonna be a very I mean, blue season. Best case scenario, I mean, you gotta look toward the future. I would I'd start Webb, maybe I'd have to look to see when their buy is, maybe coming off of their buy, throw him in, see what you have with the kid. I mean and then I think you their still, bye week is eight, so it'd be a nice, you know, split the season in half. Yeah, so you still get a top five pick. Maybe Webb is your quarterback for the future. You could find out through a few games, you know, yeah. see what he's got. Take that top five pick trade back, start building up that offensive line, do what the Cowboys did. Just, you know, draft that offensive line, draft tackles, draft guards, draft a center, do what you have to do. You got Bill for the future. And then, you know, two Odell Beckham goes out with the uh, broken ankle. He's got one more year left in his deal. Yeah. And I, I saw that. They're wondering about contract extension. Like, what do you do with him? I, I saw that play. And the first thing I thought brutal. to myself was, wow, his ankle bended like bent up. <laughs> no. You're right. You ruined I... my joke. Oh. You just ruined my joke. Oh, oh bent like Beckham. Sorry. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, well, you know. You were right. Giants uh, have a bye week. Week eight. Yeah, so that like... might be the time to install Webb. Possibly. If not sooner. But yeah, find out what he's got. You get a top five pick. Trade back. Get some pieces on the line, and then build for your future. Well, now's the time to start doing it. I mean, we're going into week six. It's yeah. it's, it's you know boomer bust now. I mean, if you're you know you just any, gotta own it, man. That's a lost season. Cleveland, it sucks. Yeah, I mean, Cleveland. Uh, well, I hope all of the Browns fans are also Indians fans because at least they got something to root for. And God, Cavs, Cleveland. Uh, nobody knows what that franchise is doing. Like I I agreed last off season with their you know taking the Bill Belichick approach and trading back and accumulating picks. Right. But those picks are meaningless if you never pick the right player or right. you just keep trading back and collecting more picks. Right. You have to turn the picks into something. Turn them into an asset. Yeah. I mean, they passed on Deshaun Watson. Yep. They passed on Carson Wentz. Yep. Both of which look like Pro Bowl quarterbacks at this point. Watson Deshaun, will probably be the rookie of the year. Him they, or Kareem they got, Hunt. They got... Uh, they, they got, got Deshaun Kaiser the second they round. They the wrong Deshaun. Which I thought might have been a steal. And now they're benching him for, yeah. for Hogan. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, uh, Cleveland, when did Watson, man. And when did Watson go? Third or fourth? Deshaun Watson? No, yeah. he went first round. He oh, was, he? Uh, oh, okay. I think he was like a early teen, middle teen pick. Oh, okay. But I mean, yeah, they went, it, but I, Cleveland can't stop being Cleveland. I will say this, It's, though, it's they, like a terminal disease. I, I mean, I will say this. You know, Miles Garrett looked great. Oh, God, that sack on his first snap yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, he looked outstanding. So, I I can't fault him for that pick because oh I no, think not that at was, all. That was a solid. But pick right you got to get the leader of the franchise at some point. 
They had a good oh, yeah. defense in the past, but their offense can't do squat, yeah. and it just leaves the defense out to dry. They had a phenomenal corner in Joe Hayden, and they basically had to let him walk because they couldn't. They weren't going to be able to afford him, and they can't do anything with him. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. And they got some good guys at receiver. I mean, uh, even their tight ends. Uh, what's it, David? Uh, David Njoku. He's Njoku from yeah. Miami. Yeah, he he's looked looking good. good. I mean, he's making some yeah. one-handed grabs. Um, Which is phenomenal considering he doesn't have a good quarterback to give him the ball. No. But uh, I mean, God, we saw where Terrell Pryor. He put up phenomenal numbers with no one throwing to him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I say you know. Poor Browns fans, man. I give I give Bills fans a ton of credit for being diehard loyalists. Yeah, but here's the thing. Boy, it's is even that... worse if you're a, if you're part of the dog pound. Yeah, but here's the thing though: is that I mean, if they're city loyal. You got the Cavs as a, a winning team. You've got the Indians. Well, until LeBron leaves this summer, is he definitely leaving, or do they not? Dude, that guy's LA bound. He's LA. Bound. Yeah, you may not watch a lot of NBA, but yeah, dude, he's gone. I, I don't. Gone. Yeah, but still, they had they had what two championships in the last couple of years with him. Yeah. So well, one, but they've been to a few. Okay. So I mean, you got something going on. What do the Bills yeah. have? What do the Bills have? <laughs> All right. We've got the Sabres, who are currently still looking for their first win, I think. Got Jack Eichel signed to... Uh, yeah, Jack Eichel signed, but, I mean, the Sabres, I, I haven't watched any of the games yet, but as far as I know, they haven't won one. I think they're 0-2, maybe 0-3. Um, you know, so that's really not a breath of fresh air. Uh, we've got the Bisons. I like the Bisons. Yeah, I mean, I like the Bisons, too, but, you know, AAA ball, it's, you know, watching, like, Major League back to the minors uh, with Scott Baca. I mean, it just, you know, Buffalo needs something. We need something. Find it, Pagulas. We should just call it Pagulaville at this point. Yeah. It's not even Buffalo. So uh, I want to take a weird turn into an NFL story I just found right before we started recording. So uh, we know the Tampa Bay Bucks and their, um, their just extreme mishaps and unfortunate uh, luck with kickers. You know, you had Robert Aguayo, who couldn't make a kick to save his life. He got cut. Then we had Nick Folk, who missed three field goals on Thursday Night Football when, you know, the Bucks had a shot to beat the Patriots at home. Yeah. So now, uh, apparently, they've signed Pat Murray, who uh, was originally with the team a couple of years ago. Uh, torn ACL cost him his job a couple of years ago. <laughs> so, Pat Murray is back, and reportedly, he's been consulting with a medium. To get rid of some of the uh, bad juju around Tampa Bay field goal kickers. I'm I'm sorry. Run that by me one more time. Just that He's last part. He's consulted a medium to help out with the bad juju around Tampa Bay and their field goal kickers. Okay. He's, he quote He's been getting stuff off his chest and being able to really feel that positive energy. All right. I already referenced one major league movie. I'm going to reference the original one. Now. Yes. And I'm just picturing. Uh, I love where you're uh, going with this, by the way. Uh, Jobu. Uh, in the log, you know, <laughs> at, at, I forget. Uh, Pedro Serrano. Serrano. Pedro Serrano. Yes. Thank you. And he's like, you know, it pours him like tequila or whatever the drink was. And yeah, and that uh, that Christian pitcher, the yeah. old guy, would yeah. steal from him. So is that going to be the Tampa Bay uh, special teams I, I uh, area so. in the locker room there? I hope they have like a little oh mini God. buccaneer. And, like, he prays to that in his locker. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Joe Boone just, loves rum. Just, oh, that's what it was. It was rum. Uh, yeah. Geez, wow. Wow. 
Yeah, I couldn't believe that. Jeez, next thing you know, the Saints are going to resort to voodoo. Can you imagine, though? Let's say this kid comes out and he drills like a 56-yard game winner. Now you're going to have every field goal kicker in the league going to a medium and praying <laughs> to a Joe Boo. Just imagine, uh, just like, imagine just Stephen Hoshka just praying to a little little Joe Boo doll. Um, or a, like a mini little buffalo figurine, a little mini buffalo bobblehead. I can see it happening, man. I don't know. Athletes are so crazy With superstitious, a, and if something works... I mean, we saw the Wildcat is still being used in the league because it worked for one year with Miami. Yeah. It's a copycat league. Yeah. So if this if this medium thing wow. turns out... Oh, dude, we'll have Long Island medium, the NFL version. It'll become a reality we show. Could, you know what? Uh, John Edwards could make a comeback. Yeah. You know? Uh, he, he's sensing something. It starts with A, maybe B, <laughs> C... D, it's D. No, E, E, F. J, it starts D. with an F. Uh, I'm getting field goal. Uh, yes, that. With the okay. K kick. Do we have Do we have kickers? God. Uh, I don't know. I love it. Wow, that that was. Um, yeah, I insulting I, a medium. I couldn't believe it. All right, go medium. <laughs> Wish I could talk to ghosts. That'd be sweet. So uh, let's preview some of the games for next week, and let's talk about the big one. Finally, we get a premier matchup on Thursday Night Football. The 4-1 Carolina Panthers and the 4-1 Philadelphia Eagles. That's we get a battle for first place. We get a battle for, you know, potential home field advantage, perhaps, in the NFC. This is a huge game. And I love how Thomas Davis, the linebacker for Carolina, came out and said, this is a big game. You know, this is a fight for a number one seed. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's, it's only week six, but yeah, but it's good that they're they're putting they're, importance on it. Exactly, they're focused on it. Um, you know, it, it just just to highlight one more piece of controversy, and and seeing as we're talking about Carolina anyway, what were your thoughts on uh, Cam Newton's little oh his little um, uh, sexist remark? Uh, it was extremely sexist. I think he's an idiot for saying it. I think he is too. I don't think and, he was trying to be sexist. I think he was trying to be funny. And that's his sense of humor. But, but, dude, realize you're the leader of a franchise. You're the face of the organization. Time and, and place. Time and just and know, time. like, the yeah, political yeah. And, and social atmosphere that we're living in right now in 2017. Yeah. yeah. It's the uber PC age. You can't say something that's stupid. And the, thing, and the woman is a beat reporter. Like, that's her job to follow the team. Yeah. It wasn't even that funny of a joke. No. He may no. as well just been like, oh, hey. Uh, it's it's fun to yeah I mean it, hey hey sweet tits why don't you go in the kitchen and make me a sandwich right uh, it was it it's was nineteen twenty the Model T is out and everything's great and women don't have the right to vote and apparently like, everyone talks fast yeah yeah see and where's the trousers high it's just <laughs> I I think it's absurd too that you know he's making a sexist joke about a woman when if uh, you've ever seen him at his press conferences he dresses like a woman look at his outfits. He's wearing like these crazy, like fashionable scarves. I mean, they're, they're, these these moccasins with no socks. Something, there's something that you know would only otherwise be seen on Elton John. Yes. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, he rated Elton John's the, wardrobe. Uh, pretty much. If Elton John was a six foot five, you know, two hundred and fifty pound. Yeah. Well, I was gonna go skin color, but okay, sure. Oh, elephant in the room. I mean, you know, no. Elton John's white and black. You know, just makes an observation. Uh. Listen, if you can make remarks like that, I can make I can make remarks like that. So yeah, but um, you know what's amazing is that the woman called him out about this. You know, said he didn't apologize in person, called him out for being sexist. 
when the internet, as we know, is undefeated. Do not mess with the internet. No. If you have any dirt whatsoever, they'll dig it up. Oh, yeah. So they went back on her Twitter from three, four years ago, and they found a bunch of racist tweets. <laughs> I don't know which is worse at this point. Being sexist oh or being a racist who calls out someone for being sexist. Pick and choose. She basically was talking about you know, how she was on a road trip with her dad, and her dad was making some of the funniest racist jokes she's ever heard. And then she said something about um, uh, some race car driver. I want to say it was like Dale Earnhardt or something like that. Yeah. And talking about a race he was in, it was like, oh, Dale Earnhardt, you know, he's one bad N-word. And I don't mean neighbor. So, right. don't throw stones in a glass house. Now, see, but the... the I want to know what's going to happen if she gets canned for that, too. Because that's not a good look. No, not at all. At all. Uh, you know, one of the problems I had with it, though, is... Um, when they when they brought it up, uh, was it the Thursday night game? I think, and they were talking about it in the pre-show. Um, Deion Sanders. Oh was, God! Was prime time. <laughs> prime time. Mr. Prime time. Prime. No time. Um, you know, it, it, like literally minutes um, after Cam issued an apology on Twitter. Yeah. Because uh, that's you know the way to do things now. Yep. Um. You know, Dion goes. You know, because uh, uh, was was Dan Patrick. I think he asked him. He goes. You know, so what? You know, where do we go from here? Like, what? You know, what do you think should happen next? He goes, nothing. He apologized. Uh, you know, it was a sincere apology on Twitter. And let's just move on. Move on. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Like, oh, like, yeah. move on. Like, how does anyone? No one moves on in this day and age. What are you talking about? Well, until the next big news story comes out. Well, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But I'm just saying, like, that was such, like, a, it was just a stupid answer. And it made him look like an asshole. Like, <laughs> it made him look, ju- no, honestly. It no, made I, him, I agree. It made him look just as sexist as Cam Newton. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, Cam Newton does this thing, pisses off an entire population of women. <laughs> all right. He apologizes on Twitter, like, 48 hours after the fact. And then minutes after that, when asked for his uh, reaction to the apology, he says, well, he apologized. We should just move on now. Yeah. Oh, be- so that's not as big. There's other shit in the NFL that's going on that, you know, keeps going. And I'm not going to say who keeps it going or anything like that. But yep. there are things that can't be let go. And then you're going to be dismissive like that about this? Yeah. Welcome to the NFL, League of Hypocrisy. Jesus. So, uh, but anyway, back to that game. Yeah. The game, and I'm surprised, and I will give Cam credit for this, is that I don't think the negative, I mean, obviously, the negative attention did not take away from his from his playing whatsoever. No, because I don't think he cares enough. I don't think he's mature enough to even care. I, I well, question his maturity in the past. I, I, I mean, I, just, I, I question his maturity too, but, at this, you know, he, he went out there. I think there. he's a phenomenal talent who can get past his lack of leadership and maturity. Yeah. He's but so phenomenally gifted. He he yeah, and he proves it on the scoreboard. And on the yeah, statue. and he's finally seems to be one hundred percent healthy after the shoulder surgery in the off yeah. season because he got zero practice time and looked. He's he's pretty clicking, mediocre the first couple he's games. He's clicking with. Uh, he's got two good receivers now in uh, Kelvin Benjamin and Devin Funches. Yeah, and how about Ed Dixon stepping Ed Dixon. up for the injured Greg Olson? It only took him eight years. Well, <laughs> but uh, hey, at least he made it. No, what do you have? 177 yards, I think. Something like that. he he crushed it. Jeez, which is big because when Olson went down and the way Benjamin had been playing, I 
I've really worried about that offense, but now it seems to be clicking. Yeah. McCaffrey finally got his first TD. Yeah. So. I like how they're not giving up on him, too. They're still trying to work him in. It's just going to take time. Yeah. No, he'll be, he'll be, uh. But yeah, this, this is a big game, man. I'm excited for this. It, unfortunately, it is on a Thursday because, you know, we get some sloppy, atrocious play on Thursdays. Yeah. But at least it's two winning teams. It, you know what though? It's the, not an AFC South garbage matchup. The thing that I'm uh, concerned with though is Philly's running game. They just they don't really seem to have I any like strength. Blunt, there. Man. Blunt's okay. He's very hit and miss. Um, yeah. I mean he can he can either go off or he can kill you. Um, I think he only got like forty maybe fifty yards this past game after coming off of a big. You know, game where he was fighting off tackles. And, yeah, but and Wentz is the type of quarterback who has a high completion percentage. I believe it's up in like the 70. So he's one of those quarterbacks who can use short completions almost in place of a running game at times, too. That's fair. That's fair. But, I would uh, just, I mean, if there was one thing I would take away from Philly, it would be just the strength in their running game right now. Yeah, I can understand that. So, especially now because I think Smallwood's out. Yep. And um, who do they have left? Col- no, Collins is on Baltimore. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure. Honestly, they've got Blunt, and I don't even know who their other guy is. Yeah. So, um, I'm trying to remember back who won the bet for worst game of the week last week. Um, I think actually you we had two bets going on. I I took um Tampa Bay over um. Oh yeah, I think I gave you six or seven. You gave me you six. Covered. You gave me six on that one, and I covered. But that yeah. wasn't the worst game of the week. The worst game of the week was um. San Diego and the Giants, which I took the Giants, so uh, I actually did lose. So we're actually at, uh, five weeks, I think. Do I think I still we're have... tied up. No, it can't be oh. if it's five weeks. No, I, I think I've got know. one game up on you. All right. I think it's three to two. I'll All right, look so back, but... worst game of the week for this week. I'm going to have to say Colts-Titans on Monday night, especially if Mariota doesn't play. I think he will play. Um, I mean, let's just take a peek if you think you see a worse game than that. Yeah, I'm looking on mine. Ooh, uh, right you know now. what I just saw that I'm intrigued by? Patriots at Jets. Jets have won three in a row. That Patriots defense is Swiss cheese. It's getting better. It's getting better. Yeah. I mean, the Jets I know, mean, Winston, don't have the best Winston offense, but they have a good running game. Them and he didn't. Yeah. He should have torched them. Yeah, he hasn't so, gotten it together yet. I wonder, much like, I mean, Miami has their own set of issues, and we'll get into them quick in a bit, but I wonder how much the hurricane at the beginning of the year has just really thrown these teams off. Maybe. I mean, just knowing that they're going 16 weeks straight, Yeah, I mean, that, that can take a mental toll on you right there. Man, there can be some really bad lopsided games. Um, Giants and Broncos Sunday night. I'm even looking at Chicago Steelers and Baltimore. And Chicago Baltimore would be interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm interested to see which Baltimore team shows up, the garbage yeah. one or the one with the phenomenal defense. Yeah. And well, they haven't played at home in three weeks, so that'll be yeah. that'll be interesting. Browns Texans. So you have uh, Deshaun Watson. We talked about earlier putting up phenomenal numbers against good defenses. What can he do against an atrocious Browns team? Yeah, I mean Garrett can't be all over the field, and if Watson can let loose within three to four seconds. Yeah, yeah, no, he's fine. Dolphins at Falcons. Oh God, that that could get ugly. Yeah, Do- I think Dolphins are one of the worst offenses in the NFL. That's against a high octane one coming off a bye, no less. Eat, ouch. 
Um, you know, we've been ripping on the Colts all season. And, there just and aren't kind of, really a lot of good games this week. You know, the Colts have kind of been, uh, you know, we always we always tend to kind of focus on them when it comes to ripping on a team. But I think Brissett's starting I, to get I, it together. I like Brissett. I mean, I just don't like the roster. It, yeah, I mean, he's. He, I think Brissett could be a good good starter. He can click with Hilton. Yeah. He can, uh, he's starting to click, well, he can definitely click with Doyle when he's healthy. And, um, he's starting to get some connections with, uh, Moncrief. So, I, you know what, too? It's a slow start, but. The Colts know. are still in the hunt. They're only one game back in the division. Well, and they're still what waiting. when your division is crap. Yeah, and they're still waiting on Andrew Luck yeah. to come back. I mean, if they're still in the hunt, Luck's going to play this year. Which I think it'd be best for him if they shut him down for the year, but. Right. They're still in the hunt. You got to go with them. Um, yeah, worst, worst game, actually, you know, it might not be the worst game, but I think it would be, I think it would be, uh, the most intriguing for us to bet on would be Tampa Bay, Arizona. Oh God. Who do you want? I'll take Tampa. Mm. Yeah, I should have found this earlier. Let me find the line quick. It's all right. But, uh, I mean, because Arizona's defense. Well, I won last not, week, so I get bad. to pick the team. Yeah, you get, yeah, that's true. So, what do you want? Uh, I'm looking for the line right now. Yeah, just put a number out there. <laughs> yeah, just guess a number. I'm going to say Tampa, Arizona. I'm going to say it's going to be Tampa, four under. Uh, I was going to say five, so we're right, we're right there. Watch, it's four and a half. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, no, that's cool, Internet. Don't give me the list right when I want it. Make me go to another website. Oh, God, Denver is favored by 11.5 over the Giants. Yikes. Ooh. New England is at the Jets, and they're favored by 9.5. Yikes. No respect for the Jets. Wow. That's that, pretty brutal. That's terrible. Uh, Tampa Bay, Arizona, uh, we have... Uh, Tampa Bay, two, two under? Yeah, I got 2.5 on the one I went to. All right, I'm taking Tampa Bay. Easily. Minus two and a half. Tampa Bay by a field goal, yeah. All right. Yeah, Arizona's not look good. Uh, good. They didn't make a big move, though. I mean, big move if it was three years ago. They traded uh, for Adrian Peterson from the Saints. Yeah, for a conditional draft pick. Yeah, which basically will mean if he does anything, the, the yeah. pick will get better. But, yeah. I mean, I think AP's best days are behind him. And then, of course, they cut Chris Johnson, which... Kind of saw that coming. Yeah, I mean, these are just retreads, guys yeah. with very little tread left on the tires. So, uh, but uh, I think that's it, buddy. Unless you got anything else, you want to hit quick? Nah. All right, nah, I'm good. As always, another you week guys in the books. got what? Said another week in the books. Yes. Uh, as always, you guys have been listening, and if you're on Facebook, watching the Under the Hoodies podcast. Uh, I am Tony DeNicola. Follow me on Twitter at TonyCuse44. That is Petey Stitz. You can find him at Petey Stitz. P-E-T-E-Y-S-T-I-T-Z. You are correct, sir. Find the show at Under the Hoodies and hit us up on Facebook, Under the Hoodies Podcast. And that's all I got. Excuse me, Mr. Officer. Extraordinary, juice like a strawberry.
Na 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 na